Welcome to PodX Health, where we discuss the happenings in health. I'm today's host, Kelly, and I'm accompanied by our guests, Deluxe and Percy. Thanks for joining me today, and let us put the X factor back in health. So first, please introduce yourself and your stance. We'll have Deluxe go first. Hi, my name is Deluxe Nainimalvagnam. I also go by Deluxe, and I'm part of the pro-vaccination side. All right, thank you, Deluxe. Next, we have Percy. Hello, my name is Percy, a.k.a. the most charismatic man in entertainment, and I am a vax skeptic. I agree with that. You are very charismatic. Okay, so for this episode, it will be discussing the COVID-19 vaccine from different lenses, different perspectives. So it'll just be discussion-based and guided by these discussion questions. So the first question is, are you worried about COVID-19? Absolutely. So, you know, for me, it's um, when it first came out, I already knew because I have a a pre-existing health condition. So uh, asthma, that being. So I knew the dangers of it. And and it's funny that you mentioned it. Um, You know, just last month, almost half of my family had COVID and my brother was in the hospital for three weeks. So uh, and he lost like 30 pounds. Luckily, everybody made it Mm -hmm. out. Everybody's safe. But I know there's a chance that if I get it, you know, considering what the virus is, you know, something could happen. Could not, could not, uh, could have, but um, yeah, I definitely take my, you know, my health very seriously. So I wear my face mask. I try to keep my distance from people and, you know, just try to be safe. You know, everybody should be safe, especially during this time. Yeah, I completely agree. COVID-19, like, at first, when I first um, heard of it, I was thinking in the back of my head, like, oh, this is probably going to be, like, a minor outbreak, like, but it's going to get controlled very, very quickly. I couldn't have been more wrong in my entire life, (laughs) Um, especially, like, for those, as Percy has mentioned, um, those with pre-existing health conditions, um, like, it definitely must have been, like, very scary for them, especially since it's, like, a very new virus that's just spreading like wildfire everywhere um because personally I don't have any pre-existing like health conditions but even then it's like you know not everybody is going to be like 100% okay it's like anyone is susceptible for it it's just that certain people will be more affected than others but yeah definitely a, a scary virus in my opinion I'm so sorry to hear about your family Percy I'm glad to hear that they're okay now but that Thank must you. Have been very scary for you guys. I hope your family also gets better and 100% healthy as well. I pre- yeah, everybody's doing good. So that's the best part. I didn't want to have to fly to, back to New York, you know, mm-hmm. for something like that. But everything's straight. So that's all I can ask for. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> all right. So the next question is, how would you sum up your attitude towards the COVID-19 vaccine? Basically, you can talk about what influenced your stance and any specific experience that you want to share. You know, for me, and I, I, I'm going to bring it up because I'm sure, um, and we talked about this before, you know, I think one of the biggest misconceptions, especially for me, you know, in, in the Jubilee video, pro-vaccine versus anti-vaccine, was I was just straight against vaccines and for me with the COVID-19 vaccine for me is more just the lack of trust in government 
you know, for me, when I look at how this whole vaccine played out in the last year, you know, before the election, right? When Trump was saying, I'm not even whether you like Trump or not, it's not what that's about, but Trump was saying the vaccine was coming, right? And then they said, oh, that vaccine is far from coming. It's going to be well until 2021. And then magically, as soon as the election is over, the vaccine is available. So they they playing games with that. And then now they, they're bribing people to take the vaccine. Oh, you know, we'll give you extra, you know, a thousand dollars if you take the vaccine or you know if you get the vaccine you get free food from this restaurant and it's it's just like when did the government ever pay people to take care of themselves so and i understand why they're doing it because they did skip trials and then when you look at the johnson the johnson vaccine being recalled from all the um health accidents that's been happening um it's just for me it's just a lack of trust in government now when i say that I also say that I, I will take the vaccine at some point. I mean, the government is going to make us take it at some point, but I think there's just a lack of, of trust. And I, I'm speaking for myself, but I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way. It's just a lack of trust. And, you know, just the games that's being played with the media and the political agenda that they're pushing. It's just like, why would I put my faith into something that one skipped many trials? And then two, you know, you're bribing me to take something that should cure me it's like if i have a headache and someone says hey i'll give you 10 dollars to take this tylenol why would i want to take that you know if you got to pay me to take something to take care of myself i'm be a little skeptical about it so that's how i just see it. i'm not saying that that pill doesn't work i'm not saying the vaccine doesn't work but it's very just skeptical like why are you bribing me to take this if you really just want me to take it for my well-being so mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely understand that perspective, especially like, I, I will admit the the change when um, they said the vaccine's going to come out like late 2021, um, but all of a sudden it kind of just like appeared out of nowhere. Like I was very, very surprised. I did not think it would come that quickly. Um, personally, um, I am like a pre-med student. So it's like, I understand how like vaccines work and the effect and implication in our body. So oftentimes like my perception and attitude towards like vaccine, it's heavily fueled by like the scientific community since it's like there's doctors and health professionals who literally spend decades um, of their lives just like learning about human anatomy and physiology and what we can do to improve um, public health and just the health of each single individual. I think in terms of like the, the clinical trials that you brought up, I remember I was looking into um, kind of like the whole trial process because, you know, knowledge is key. You want to understand what you're going into, which is definitely something that uh, you have alluded to because the transparency, honestly, could have been better in my opinion. Like, I don't disagree with that. Um, but I remember when I was looking up the trials for the COVID-19 vaccine itself, they have three separate t- trials, but they didn't actually skip any one of those trials. It was kind of like, uh, it was done in a very quick manner. Um, and I believe this was according to like the CDC uh, website. Um, but in terms of the whole like paying to take the vaccine, like, you know, why are you giving me money in order to like actually uh, take something that's good for my health? like I can't speak for the government like I'm just a human being I don't know the political agenda (laughs) whatsoever um 
But I honestly think in terms of like a clinical trial perspective, it's just to get people like on board, like, hey, we need participants who are willing to actually take this vaccine because we need to understand if it's good enough for like children and like the elderly and health professionals and stuff like that. So that's just like my opinion about like, or why they paid some people to actually take the vaccine. I don't know if they're still doing it as of yeah, I truly do not know. But I totally understand where like the whole transparency issue is coming from. I 100% agree with you. And uh, when I talk about stuff like this, I'm not a medical professional. I don't mm-hmm. claim to be, I don't act like I am. And I'm sure you you have more of an extensive knowledge about it than I do. And I'm grateful for that because like I said, I don't know everything. You know, for me, when I, when I pay attention and I have to do my research and stuff and I just see certain things that just our government just never, ever in a million years. And I'm still young dude, so I haven't been around that long. But when did they ever pay us to do anything? Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now they're they're offering people money. I just got a text to uh, get the vaccine and, I, you know, I could be part of a compensation study for a thousand dollars. And I'm just looking at stuff like that. And it's like, just why? I mean, if if it's really just about me taking it and it's, you know, for my well-being, I'll mm-hmm. take it, you know, but it's just the games that's being played. For me, that's what I look at. It's just, it's not so much, I don't trust the medical professionals because they know more than I do. And I would never tell them how they do their job, but it's the government itself. It's like, what's up with all these games? Like, just tell us, take the vaccine. Don't throw the extra thousand dollars in. Don't say, oh, if you take the vaccine, you could go to sports games and stuff like that. It's just, it just makes people feel a little uneasy. Not everybody, but some people It's just like, you know, why, you know, if it's just good for me, let me just take it and move on, you know? And that's how I just kind of look at it. I, I completely understand your perspective on this. Personally, I've never actually like had those uh, compensation days. Like I've never heard of it up until this point. So I was kind of just like, this has been going on Um, so I was like very confused and I was like I did not know this was a thing whatsoever Um, which is why I'm really glad you brought it up because I like hearing about uh, these compensation studies otherwise I would have just never known about it and that would have been a very interesting perspective Um, yeah but I completely understand your opinion and perspective usually what I tend to do whenever it comes to like compensation studies like just in general like Um, What I tend to do is I would just like talk to like medical professionals and ask them like, oh, why are they actually doing this? Like, what's the whole purpose of a compensation study? Because oftentimes like medical professionals and like health professionals, they tend to like, they they know the logistics of like a trial just a little bit more. Like I remember a couple of years ago when I was doing like some type of study that was like part of like a psychological study because they were giving away like $10 $10 if you do. And I was like, sure, why not? I'll just take it. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I remember talking to the person who was doing the study. And I was like, I asked her like 20 something questions, because I had no clue, like, why they were giving me money, like what's going to be done and all that stuff. And they were very like transparent and like, giving me all the information just so I can make a clear informed consent about it. That's yeah. fair. All right, moving on to the next question. Uh, Percy kind of touched on this before also, but what is one misconception about your views on the vaccine? I Like you said, I touched on this before. I think people confuse being a skeptic of the COVID-19 vaccine with being anti-vaccine. I would never 
in a million years tell people not to get vaccinated. That's that's not my job. I'm not a professional. I would never tell people not to do that because I've been vaccinated before. It's just this particular one that really, again, like I said, I'll take I'll probably end up taking it at the end of the year. So, but it's just the way how things has been going lately that really just gets me questioning. So when I say I'm a skeptic, it's not so much I'm a just a vaccine uh vaccination skeptic and i got all these conspiracy theories about vaccinations i'm just saying that you know what maybe i should do a little more research maybe i shouldn't read into all these things too much but it's just what i'm presented with i look at it and i'm like this this ain't adding up for me so um you know don't confuse the two i'm not i'm not one of those wild conspiracy theories you know going on a tangent about government conspiracies i'm just looking at this particular vaccine and saying okay certain things aren't adding up some things don't look you know up to par doesn't look presentable enough but i'll be willing to learn so i think that is one of the biggest biggest misconceptions about being a a skeptic in this instance i'm really glad you brought that up as well because if i'm being honest like full-on like transparency when i hear like anti-vaccine i just think like oh they're skeptical about getting the vaccination itself which I do realize that that is definitely a misconception. Like that's not the case for every single person. So I'm really glad that you brought it up because <laughs> I, I don't want to have that misconception about a person. Like I want to understand where you're coming from. And I'm really glad that you brought it up for this podcast as well, because I'm pretty sure there's plenty of other people who unfortunately may have that misconception and hopefully we'll take a step back and realize like there are two sides of this particular coin. But but you know why it's like that is because when you look at the history of uh, skeptics, right, especially in this instance, a lot of the more vocal people are just flat out against vaccines in general. So I think when people see skeptic or, you know, anti, they think, oh, oh, they just, you know, they just rebellious. They don't want to, you know, they just carefree. And it's not like that. You know, you have to take the time to actually listen to somebody's view. I try to make it clear that I'm not just out here running around, you know, being dangerous. You know, I just have certain curiosities Mm -hmm. and I just want them, you know, answered. I think it's just because when in the history of, you know, medical professionals and and just in general, when you hear skeptic or anti, people go automatically to the those radical people that just, oh, you know, I'm not getting vaccinated. My kids not getting vaccinated. We're going to just be going in schools. And if you get sick, you sick. If not, you're not. It's not like that for me, at least. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to make that point clear. But mm-hmm. yeah, I. understand that perspective. If anything, I feel as though if a person is a little bit skeptical about something, then, you know, that's a good indication that they're trying to learn something. They have a lot of questions, but they're not necessarily sure on like how to get the answer to that question. So it's like, don't view them in a negative light, you know, just view them as a person and talk to them and understand where they're coming from and hopefully reach a discussion about these perspectives and, you know, what can you learn from each other? For the misconception about like the pro-vaccination side, I know a lot of people, they're skeptical about this new vaccine because it's like, it's very new. They, I think there was like this whole thing of understanding what's in the vaccine itself. Like, what am I actually putting inside my body? And this kind of does revolve around like transparency and just like talking to people and understanding and asking questions about like, what's the deal with this COVID-19 vaccine? 
Um, and of course, like, you know, discussions, talking to people and learning from one another is definitely key to getting rid of any type of like skeptical doubts or like getting your questions answered as well. But I think the major misconception about the vaccine is just like, what is in it? How is it benefiting me? Like, I know some people are kind of just like, I would rather get uh, infected by someone else instead of getting the vaccine itself, because it's, it's like a safer option to them, like that sort of conception as well. Like, I think those were like the two, three big misconception about revolving around the COVID-19 vaccine. It's essentially painting it as like dangerous and not safe. And I firmly agree with everything you said. And I think the key part of all of this is the fact that there's a lack of communication amongst all parties, right? And when I look back, I've watched interviews with medical professionals and health experts. Some of them are skeptics too, but, you know, they don't get the same, they're not appreciative when they voice their opinion. And I think the reason why that is, is because they want everybody to take this vaccine now that they don't want people thinking outside or criticizing the vaccine. And I think that's dangerous. I think if people have uh, questions that need to be answered, then we should have these conversations as opposed to, oh, oh, you think that's why you anti? Oh, get out of here. Get out of my face, you know? And I think that doesn't help anybody. And I think if you have health professionals who have great points about why they are anti or something like that, let them speak their piece. Let them, you know, have those conversations and we could all come to middle ground. But instead of, oh, if you anti, you on this side or if you pro, you on this side and there's like no common ground or anything, that's what causes the divide. So that's probably, that's why some people get vaccinated and some people are just full out pushing against it. It's because when they do voice their opinion, you know, they get cast away, they get criticized and there's a lack of communication. And I think once we cross that boundary and we can have those conversations, oh, we'd be in a much better place. Mm -hmm. I thousand percent agree. I think there is like a lot of things, uh, especially related to like politics and the vaccination, there's too much divisions. There's too many sides. Like you're pro-vaccine, you're not, you're you're anti-vaccine. There's no like middle ground. You're one or the other. You're a Democrat, you're a Republican, you're this or that. Like, personally, I, I, I don't like that division, especially when it comes to politics. How, how much are you going to conquer if you're divided on, like, an important issue? Like, personally, I believe collaboration and discussion are, like, some of the best things that we can do as, like, a human species. Because you can hear other people, you can hear their idea and actually come up with even better solution through not having those decisions and hearing people out. So I'm really glad that you brought that up because I feel as though too many people are focused on the side instead of thinking of like, okay, what's the solution? Like, why is there this division to begin with? Because public health, like the word itself, public health, it's not a one individual, another individual, another race, this community, whatever. Like it's everybody who is collective in this community and within the country itself especially when it comes to like vaccination and like herd immunity and, you know, questions about the vaccine, skeptical doubts about the vaccine itself. Like you want to have the public join all together, answer the questions and actually work collectively as a whole instead of as an individual. Your side doesn't matter. Like ultimately what should matter is the health and safety and mental well-being of everybody because this pandemic has clearly shown like 
so many things can be brought up relate to mental health and public health and we have to work together in order to improve ourselves as like a country and a society i got no problem you said everything perfect so <laughs> thank you for saying i love hearing what you guys had to say about that and it sounds like we did find like a middle ground like we both i mean not both we all want to just get rid of that divide and work together okay the next question agree or disagree a vaccine is necessary to return to normalcy i do think that a vaccine is required to return to normalcy mainly because like herd herd immunity like you know, making sure that everyone is well protected and safe. But I will say, get the vaccine once you have your question answered, once your skeptical doubts, like once you've talked to someone and discussed about them and you feel comfortable to getting that vaccine, like if you have the well, like the, the means to do so, like definitely get it. Ultimately, like especially within the medical community, like nobody wants to see like another person be severely like threatened or ill or like in a very very bad condition about like a vaccine itself like doctors they want you to be really healthy so if you can get the vaccine like by all means like definitely do so because you're protecting your neighbors you're protecting yourself but of course also ask your questions to health professionals like don't force yourself to get it until like you feel comfortable to do so that's a good point I battle with this because I do agree in some aspects and then I don't mostly because there was just an incident not too long ago. I think it was the New York Yankees, but there was a professional uh, baseball team where some of the players were vaccinated and then the whole team got COVID. So I say yes in the sense that at some point this has to come to an end and the only Mm -hmm. way to do that is a vaccine. But I also say no, not because of the vaccine, but I think it's up to the people to really decide when this ha- Because one of my biggest criticisms throughout this whole pandemic has been the fact that people just don't care about anybody but themselves, right? If you're going to get the vaccine for you or your family, honestly, that's a good enough reason, right? But some people just still party and still don't care. And even if they are ca- carrying the virus, they still don't care because, hey, if you get sick, you're not my family, you're not my friend, so why should mm-hmm. I care? So I think the vaccine will help, but I think it's up to us as people to really put a stop to it. And unless we all come to a consensus that all right, enough is enough, stop playing games here. Um, we, we need to really get this back on track and really get back to normalcy. I think those two will bring us back to normalcy. I don't think one can operate without the other at this point. I think we need both working together like a machine to really go back to normalcy. That's why I say yes and no, but I do think the vaccine is required at at some level to get us back to where we need to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I 1000% agree. And another thing, like, I I feel like, especially like in the US, because I know like countries, uh, foreign countries, they tend to have like, a more collective mindset, but at least in like the US, they tend to be like a little bit more like individualistic, especially like with the states like, oh yeah, I'm from California, I'm from New York, I'm from Texas. So like, yeah, definitely having that like collective mentality is like very, very important, especially when it comes to like vaccination and being very transparent with the entire process itself. I I also think people tend to view like vaccines where it's kind of just like, if it's not a 
100% effective, then it's a defect. It's, it's not that good. But in life in general, it's like nothing can be 100% effective. Like I wish there was, but unfortunately, you know, not everything can be completely perfect. Like a vaccine is definitely like a major step in order to protecting your community and stuff like that. But you also have to keep in mind, like your body needs time to develop immunity to the virus itself. So even though you're vaccinated, you're not like superhero. You're not like completely like I'm king of the world or anything like that. You still have to wear a mask and like make sure to avoid like large gatherings and six feet social distancing from like everybody else as your body is getting ready to um, gaining immunity against like COVID-19 itself. Cause like the vaccination, it's not like a one stop, like you're done sort of thing. Like you need time to be patient with yourself and with other people as this pandemic and the COVID-19 virus is trying to be maintained within the country. Right. And I, you know, I know the CDC just came out with um, something about if you get vaccinated, you don't have to wear a face mask, which I understand why they say that. But until everybody's vaccinated, I don't know if that's the smart move, mostly because it has proven that just because you, you already catch COVID or you have the vaccine that magically you can't get it again. And we've seen cases, it's not, you know, publicized enough, but we've seen people catch COVID again. So mm -hmm. I think at some point, like I said, it's a team effort. You can't say, mm -hmm. oh, get the vaccine and everything's going to be okay because it's it's not, you know, you take a Tylenol for a headache doesn't mean that, you know, if you bash your head against the wall, you won't get a headache again. So I think we all have to work together. And I think that's what's missing. You know, we're what, 14 months deep into this and we're still, I mean, like three states I know so far is the only ones open and everybody else is still closed. So the word came out. So um, I think it's a team effort and we can't just rely on the vaccine to bring us there. We have to work together as a team. You know, you can't just be carefree, having a good old time, more worried about drinking at the bar than you are about, you know, just taking those little measures to be safe and keep everybody and your family, friends, or just people around you safe. That's all it takes. Just, you know, help each other out. Yeah, exactly. Like definitely being more compassionate and considerate to others will improve this pandemic in a much faster way than as opposed to like maintaining your mindset and not hearing other people. Like that's probably the worst thing that we can do as like a country and society. So I really hope to whoever's listening that, you know, you'll consider other people's perspectives and also reflect on your actions and think, is this the best thing that I should be doing? Can I wait a little bit? Can I do something in a safer way? Like make sure that you're reflective of yourself and hold yourself accountable because ultimately it's not a matter of, oh, I'm stuck inside all day. I'm not doing anything. I, I lost a year of my life. Like so many people are losing a year of their life, but you know, this process can be speed sped up so much quickly if everyone actually has a mentality where it's just like, I want to protect my neighbor, I want to protect my family, I want to protect myself. Therefore, I will not do X, Y, and Z. I may not be doing anything important within the past year, but soon, because we all have this collective mindset, this pandemic will be over and I will create like new memories and have like my daily life back to normal. And hopefully everybody can realize that soon as opposed to pro-vaccine versus anti-vaccine because that's not helping anyone but discussions and communicating with each other definitely is important and that's the bottom line mm -hmm. exactly yeah so it really does take a collective effort 
Great. Okay. Last question. What would you say to people considering signing up for the vaccine and what should they consider in their decision process? Don't take it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, I say well, everything. Do your own research and ask your own questions. You know, don't base your opinions on Twitter because we all know people on Twitter just be trolling a lot. Really take the time out to do your research and figure out what questions you have and if it's, you know, something that you need, you know, consult your doctor, your health providers, you know, ask those questions. If just like with anything in life, if you're curious about something and don't know the answer to ask those questions, don't be afraid. You know, the worst you can, uh, that can happen is you're proven wrong. Right. So, you know, just ask those questions and just do your own research. Don't rely on your cousin's brother's sister's girlfriend to tell you whether to take the vaccine or not. You know, make that own judgment for yourself and, you know, consult with those people, you know, those professionals in your life that it will give you a more accurate, you know, answer. And then, you know, base your answer on that. That is what's needed, not the social media, um, you know, bloggers, because we live in a society now, unfortunately, YouTube, Instagram, everybody thinks they're a professional. And that's not the case. You know, just because the vaccine worked for you doesn't mean it works for another person. Everybody's body is different. So definitely make the, make that time, you know, dedicate some of that time that you're playing on a video game to do your research. And I think that's when you can really create a plan of action for yourself and for your family. Exactly. I thousand percent second everything that person is saying, because oftentimes whenever people have like doubts and stuff like that, you have that, that fear within you, you have those questions that you really want to ask someone. So like Percy said, definitely do your research, but also make sure that you're looking at like legit sites. Like don't, don't look at a, like a mommy blog or like some type of unofficial source. Like definitely go to like the CDC, the WHO, cause they've been monitoring everything and you know, public health, <laughs> like they care about public health very, very much so. So make sure that you check that they're official legit websites before you take their words for granted. I also think when it comes to like signing up for the decision process, like a great thing you could do is just literally talking to your healthcare provider, like your physician, and just asking them all the questions that you have. Like if you don't like staying on the internet for an hour or something like that, like literally call your physician and be like, hey, I have some questions about the vaccine. Is it okay if I could talk to you for like 15 minutes? And hopefully, you know, assuming it's not like a busy day or whatever, they are willing to talk to you for 10 to 15 minutes and answering your questions as well. Or even just like talking to a nurse, like an official nurse or someone that who is a nurse that is like a family friend or something like that. Like if you have no one else to talk to, like talk to these medical professionals because they tend to know more about like what's going on, especially in the perspective of public health. So yeah, do your research, ask your questions. There, there's no dumb questions because ultimately we all want to learn something new. Actually, there are some dumb. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So that brings us to a close. That was a very great thought-provoking discussion. So thank you both for coming in to talk to me. It can be challenging to have conversations with people who don't really exactly share your views, but by sharing our opinions, we learn to see things from a different perspective. So I hope all our listeners and us learned something today. And this episode was inspired by the Jubilee video, Should Everyone Get the COVID-19 Vaccine, Provax versus Anti-Vax? 
So check that out on YouTube. It is very eye-opening and features Percy himself. All right, so take care everyone and thank you for listening.